Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, goblins and ghouls, children and vampires and vampiresses of all ages. Welcome back to On the Slab Horror Show with me, your host, Ian the Dynamo Kelly, joined today, as always, by one of my right hand men or left hand men, the G Man, Greg. What's up? Welcome to the show, brother. And of course, today, that man that you see, that beautiful man with that cold stare is tombstone ted <laughs> ted welcome to the how show you doing, <laughs> how you doing lads good to be back on um this is a film i seen when it first got released and i was straight onto you boys to get in on this one yeah exactly. you set us right off on this one yeah he did and that is a hundred percent true but before we get there we want to uh take care of a little bit of business greg who brings this show to the people every week well, apart from us, the wonderful people at uh, a Fright Rags, and um, that's www.fright-rags.com, the single best horror apparel merch in the business. Can't be bet. Um, and then they have a massive sale on at the minute um, from everything from T-shirts to socks to lounge pants. And I mean, say, I can guarantee they're the most comfy lounge pants you'll ever get because I have a five person. You know what the great thing about it is as well? Every time that you go onto their site, there's something new there, and you're like, why are you trying to make just, me broke? Just take my money. <laughs> take, take my, my money. money. So, but yeah. once, you're, once you're willing to spend your money, go on, and at the end, type in OTS Horror 10 for a 10% discount. And oh, that'll let the lads know that we sent you. Absolutely. And you're helping us out by doing that. So please do put OTS 10 um ots horror 10 um uh, and make sure that uh, you let the lads know that we sent you because um we get something from it they get something from it and you get something beautiful from it you get to hear our beautiful voices if you want to mute us that's okay if you don't want to see us you can just literally turn us off and just listen to our voices depends depends but today today we have a fantastic show for you because we're going to talk about one of the latest horrors. Um, we obviously done a, a, a very good show a couple of weeks ago on Fresh, and we said we would follow it up by X. And today, it's all about X. Not DMX. He's not no, going to give it to you. No. Or Degeneration X. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Exhibit. It's, it's <laughs> no, this is literally X. I mean... Lads, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my twopence worth into it before we start. I think this is one of the like in terms of a modern horror. I think in terms of how it was shot and the feel of it, and just the general vibe of the movie, I thought it's the closest thing that we've seen to an original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Understand? Anyone agree? I said that. I said I said that to you, didn't I? I said uh, this is a cross between. Um, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe with a bit of um, humor from like the likes of Zack and Miri making porno, crossed with um, yeah, crossed with the skeleton key, obviously having the old couple in it, um, would be my best description of it. Um, it but the totally, way Ty West, the way Ty what? West done this was brilliant. A hundred percent. I think what you done was actually yeah, you obviously subliminally put that in my head because I remember you saying that to me, and then I was thinking right, there's a comedic elements in this movie, but it's like, um, what was the movie that Blumhouse done? Remember, oh God, I went 
to fucking see it and all in the in, in the cinema. I didn't think much of it, but at the time, where the two kids go and stay with the grandparents. The two kids go stay with the grandparents. Remember, they stay with the grandparents, but the grandparents aren't really their grandparents. They're fucking two lunatics. Remember, your one's running around at night, fucking naked and all, banging on the door. And the mother sends oh, them. That... You know oh. the one I'm talking about. God damn it. I know what you're talking about. What? Uh, was that Blumhouse, though? It was a Blumhouse I movie. I can't, yeah. I can't think I can't think of that movie off the top of my head. Yeah. Remember the L when chases are under the, under the bill, under the the bottom of the gaff and everything playing like chasing it was like a real weird anyway somebody you know what mention it in the comments comments. yeah yeah mention it in the comments Um, people know exactly what i'm talking about but anyway this was that was a movie that could have been done so fantastically you know what i mean um yeah we talk about movies that could have been done great but this one checked all the boxes ted Ty, ty west absolutely nailed this nailed it Ted, what do you yeah. reckon? Because you were the yeah, one. I, you were the one that I, really kind of promoted this from our point of view and said you just need to talk about it. So, yeah, the first I like I went to see this. I think it was either the week it came out or the week after it came out. Um, I went to see it in the cinema. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. My biggest complaint is something that Carl loves uh, in atmosphere and you know build up. I think it's probably a little bit too long in that at the start. I think it takes too long to get where it needs to go. Some of that probably can be cut out. It you know it doesn't detract from the film massively, but I feel if you cut ten minutes out of it, it probably would have, you know, you wouldn't have lost too much. Um, it was a bit awkward seeing it in the cinema. I have to say that. Uh, I think this <laughs> is more of a something you'd want to watch at home. It's a very awkward sort of thing to watch in the cinema. Um, it's a graphic enough um, yeah, in like terms of horror, it, but not even for the horror aspect. Yeah, like, like the horror the sexualization of it as well. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, like. I, I knew going in that the film was based around, you know, that it was being based in the 70s and it was, you know, a porn, like a low budget porn production company or like, you know, five or whatever people going off to shoot in this. Shack. Uh, yeah, out in like kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So I knew that. So, you know, going in, I knew, you know, there's going to be some, like you're going to see some sexual scenes and stuff, but it goes a bit, a bit over the top. I was basically just sitting there and I was like, this is so, fu-. like, imagine somebody walked into the cinema now and I'm sitting here. They would be like, this lad's literally sitting in the cinema just watching a fucking porn. Like, I was like, this is a bit much now. Like, this is a bit, a bit on the yeah. odd side. But yeah. it works in the way that it's shot. Um, and it does, like, you know, the tension builds up and builds up. And then when you do get to the, the first kill scene, it's, it's explosive. Very, it's very good from there. It's quick from there. I found I found this the start of this movie um, is very Robert Rodriguez from Dust Till Dawn kind of way, um, kind of Quentin Tarantino style as well, where it starts with four dead bodies and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then it goes back in time, yeah, uh, to show you then obviously what had happened two days previous or whatever. Good um, show. Good show. I, I was sitting there and I was seeing it and I was like. I was like, did I miss some of this? Or is something not working on this? Like, because it, it was like just there. And I was like, what the fuck? But um, it's like, it, again, we went back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Michael Bay's 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre starts that way, uh, where it shows sort of all like the cops going in. And then it goes back to show you what had happened. 
Um, when it's done, it's done very well because obviously you know there's going to be a massive incident somewhere in the movie. Otherwise, you'd be like, Meh, what's going on here? Well, one of the one of the things that I liked that they really kind of teased, and I, I kind of called early on, and I'm sure we all did when we were watching the movie, um, was that, okay, this L1, you know, the wife is going to have a big say in this. You know what I mean? The fact that she just keeps appearing and... Um, it was kind of, but like the way they done it was so creepy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because they look when like, she, uh, they look when like inbred the, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? When she pops <laughs> up at the window down there, sh- shooting the scene in the the barn, like in the horse stable, and her head just pops up, but none of her see, none of them see her. It's oh, gas, like, It's just like, like what, what a fucking what the fuck? I, and it was like, there's nothing creepier than old people just popping. I mean, like two of the things that we always find creepy is obviously children and old people. Yeah, especially when they're just popping up in the background. They're like they're not the foreground. They're just kind of popping up there, and you're like, oh. The, by, the um, way, by the way, some of the most intense kill scenes that I've seen in recent times. Uh, the L one with the boy coming out of the car. I love oh. the one. I love the one of him coming out of the car because I love how she gets close to him. Yeah. He has no reason to be scared because he's like, this is some frail old woman. What the exactly. hell is he going to be able to do to me? Like, I'm not saying, like, he's not, you know, a big, strong guy or anything, but, you know, you'd think I can take this old frail woman. Like, if I just push her, she's going to fall over and that'll be her done. And then it's just a quick jab right into his neck. Yeah. It was Floyd Mayweather-esque. Yeah. The, um... like, like, there's nothing you can do about that. Like, someone catches you like that with a knife that you're not expecting. Like, that's it. It doesn't matter how big, strong, or anything you are. That's it. You're done. Yeah. Right um, in the jugular. The second kill is probably the most questionable one for me. It's the one I like the least. Okay. The, when, oh, he the, when he's in the barn? Yeah. The director in the barn, yeah. yeah. So the reason I dislike this one so much is because you have to look at it in one of two to three, like, in a couple, like, there's three ways this can kind of happen. Because one, he bends down to look through the the hole that was already made by the pitchfork. Which so, you know then is going to happen. Yeah, so you, you know what's going to happen. It's like he's getting jabbed in the face by that pitchfork. You know 100% that's happening. But for that to work, right, either that woman is, you know, standing there holding the pitchfork just above it and then drops it down and jabs it in quick um, with accuracy and speed to kill him. Or she somehow picked it up and ran at him. And like she's not going to be able to run that fast. And he still somehow didn't move out of the way. So to me, that one just, that one doesn't really work because the the person doing the killing is too old to be able to pick up a pitchfork with that much. And like she has to have either the precision to get it. Yeah, she has to have the precision to get it through those holes or enough force to like ram it through the barn as well. So for me, that one's a little bit questionable. All the rest of them I'm really happy with. That did one, I think, is a little bit What about, what did you find when she was digging the fucking face off your man and the head just turned to mush? Mush. Yeah, it's a bit questionable, but I mean... If it's Throw back downward, to the 80s, don't know. Yeah, but it's a downward force. So. You know, it's a downward force. Like, so, like, if you, like, I can pick something up and just drop it, and it's going to do quite a lot of damage. Mm. So I can believe that one a little bit more than I can this, you know, frail... 90 something year old that's, woman picking yeah. a pitchfork and ramming it through a, a thing. Do you know what I mean? That's the definition, really, of um, letting the object do the work, really. Yeah. You just have to pick it up and then just put your body weight behind it. Even if you don't weigh that much, it's going to do damage. The one that I found, I know you're saying about the one in the, in the barn, which is probably the worst of them. Mm. 
the alligator one. I know. Um, shout out yes. to Ali Chapel who brought it up. Um, when when we had herself on the show, she was saying that that bit kind of took her out of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I can see where she's coming from with that. Like they try and you know the alligators kind of have a part to play after you see me got swimming naked out there, it and was, then the alligators it was, behind it was building, wasn't it? Yeah, and you just knew it was coming, but. That for me was the was the one that didn't need to be there. Like, well, like you can have the alligator killer. Yeah, you just didn't need to see the alligator jump out of the water and take her by the head. I thought I thought the alligator for the marine probably would have been the better one. So the way he wades out, he was in. That would have been perfect. I think that would have been a good one. Do you know what? I, would I, have been I did scarier. like his death scene. Do you know what would have been scarier <laughs> and more claustrophobic, in my opinion? Um, going on what Greg said there, and and you Ted, uh, like if she had been in the water, right? And just kind of swimming, going, why the fuck did you push me? You know, struggling because it's dark, it's black, you can't see shit. And uh, then, yeah. and then, just disappearing. That would have been a better one because let's be fair, like anyone that knows sort of anything about alligators or, or things, they won't. They, they're not going to come out of the water and take they don't you to the head. Hand, like yeah. yeah, yeah, they will come out. Like they'll explode at water's edge. But if you're in the water, they're just pulling you under, and that's. Yeah, just that's why. Oh, that's game, that's game been, over. I thought that would have been a scarier scene. Like if she's like shouting at your woman, going, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then all of a sudden, yeah, do and you just don't see her again. Them, do that, and then have the like the the husband shine the light into the water and, and see the eyes. No, just have no. it red. No, I must like, say we're not we're blue. not here to make this film better. We're oh no, purely we're purely stating our opinions on on yeah. on, on you know. But as far as I'm concerned. Um. Yeah, I watched. It, I watched it a second time, guys, and I, I had said to you that uh, I know the last time I talked to you about this movie, I said that I thought Fresh was better. I didn't. I, I think. I, this I, I think. I think this is. I think this is the best horror movie in the last while. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely the best one that I've seen this year. Oh, sorry, second best one I've seen this year. Um, Scream, Scream was the best one I've seen this year. Okay, yeah, well, I, yeah. for me now, that's that's the funny thing about it, right? Because I've said, yeah, I, I think Scream is is definitely better, but I think in terms of this, this comes across as an indie horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So and that's what I love. That's what I love about Ty West. Two, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, one one is a slasher. This isn't really like it is a slasher, and it isn't a slasher in a way because. Normally, as a slasher, technically, I know Scream normally has more than one as well. That they have two of them, but this is different in the way that it's done. Yeah, Scream is also already a franchise. You know, you already had yeah. a backing for it. Um, yeah. For me, this is probably the second or third best horror released in the last few years. I still think A Quiet Place is one that gets slept on a lot. I think that's really. Hard. Oh, it's it's that's absolutely it's quality. Love, absolutely love A Quiet Place, but. Fresh was very good. I, I, I love the second one, actually. Yeah, Fresh is very good. It's a different type of horror. You know, it's a more Hollywood-produced yeah. type yeah. horror, whereas yeah. this is closer to what, you know... I'll, I'll tell you what... Dovewood horror. Like, they really, they really threw a character name in here with, with putting Jenna Ortega's name on it. Mm. And then, obviously, she's not even the main character in it. I thought she would be, uh, yeah. I thought yeah. she was going to be the, the survivor. Like she she seems to be the, the big name in, in horror now at the minute, obviously coming off Scream and this. And then she has two or three other ones coming out this year. Um, but the character development that they have for her in this is, is fucking brilliant. 
obviously she's this shy nerdy girlfriend of the director of the sound guy sorry and uh, yeah she has no interest in in porn whatsoever and then all of a sudden something changes in her mind and she's like oh i could do this i like the the switch yeah, I think the, I think yeah. No, I, yeah I, she I, did I think the dynamic between her and the boyfriend, they're like the start of boyfriends, like this is a really good like career move for us. And like, okay, it's not what, exactly what we want to be doing, but it, you know, puts us on a stepping stone and she's kind of against it. And then they're sitting down chatting to the rest of the crew who explain to them, you know, no, it's nothing personal. Like this is business. You separate your personal life from your business life. And then she's like, okay, well then, you know, I'll separate my personal life and I'll get into the business and make some the moolah there's something the there's something the kind of, um, kind of sad about that though isn't there like in, in a lot of ways because i mean I, I was sitting watching this obviously with my better half and you, you kind of ask that question you're like jesus h christ if you turn around and said that like to be killings you know what i mean so i you, mean you can relate i mean to it, like, it's yeah. a different it's a different mindset that you'd have to be in yeah like that day, you'd have to have a strong mindset to be able to separate the fact that your missus is getting road ragged left, right, and centre. Uh, that's why it's, it's, coming that's home why it's to a you. great scene where the guy is just lost in the plot. He's like, I mean, oh, yeah. he's, when he's in the when he's in the shower, you genuinely feel sorry for him, like a hundred percent. That's why I think the the script and and not just the script, but the acting, the scenes, the yeah. the context was just so perfect. Um, yeah, like yeah, it, right. it pulls on, you know, like you'd feel like it pulls on the feelings of like if I was in that situation and I was there with, you know, my girlfriend and we were meant to be shooting it, like I'm the cameraman, she's the sound. And then it turns and you're like, you wouldn't just be okay with it. It would oh. take you a while to at least adjust, regardless of if you were ever okay with it or not. It'd have definitely taken an adjustment period. The, the adjustment it, there, the adjustment there would have been for him to be in the scene with her. Rather than than some random fella that they brought with him. Exactly. Yeah. He 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 screwed her like exactly, exactly. But uh, it's like her change in this was was brilliant, and then like the, the bit where she's in the in the thing that like, she has probably the worst bit of damage done to her. Uh, her, her and the director uh, when he stands on that nail. Oh Jesus God, no! Those, those two are the worst. Standing on a like a rusty nail in the barn. Rotten. You know what? Oh, look, there's not the camera. The camera doesn't even come away from it. It just shows him standing on it, yeah. and you're like, oh. You know what, Greg? We had only talked about that, and we done the exact same fucking thing. Oh, oh. Wax, the remake. Yeah. Oh, no, the straight no up Paris Hilton's heel. We were like, no more nails, man. And yeah. then oh, you no, get it, no. and you're like, ah. But like the camera doesn't even pan away; it just stands straight down. You're like, Gah. yeah. The, the thing, thing with Here's those is that they're more Ted. Ted. realistic. You know, you've had your finger slammed in a door, you've stood on a nail, or stood on something sharp like a thumbtack or anything, whatever. So they're ones you can relate to. You know, you can't relate to getting well. Not most people can't relate to getting stabbed or shot or you know a fucking chainsaw to the fucking background. You, know, you can't relate to that. Whereas slamming your hands in a door, ugh, everyone knows that feeling. How, yeah. how do you boys feel that this was shot? I thought that this was shot beautifully. I thought that they kept yeah. the, they kept the cameras that kind of low tone where it was almost yeah. a mix of the low the low grain, yeah, yeah, gritty, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like yeah. you, that's you the, that's the best def- definition there, gritty. Yeah, yeah. Look at the background that Ted has there. It's perfect. Like it, mm. it tells you, like it, it's gritty, it's low tone, it's fucking, it's very, very much so like an updated. Um, 
change that. A hundred percent. That's, that's exactly like, where I was going with it. It's okay. meant it's, to be shot in the 70s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is meant to be from the 70s, so it shouldn't be high definition. I, I know it is technically high definition and everything, but it shouldn't look high definition. It shouldn't look yeah. clean and everything. If you're pretending this is being shot in the 70s, it should look like it's been shot in the 70s. Mm. Ted, okay, that's a, a big shout I've out. got a question for you, Ted. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think, right, and I know Greg's answer, do you think that Stranger Things changed the game when it came to this kind of thing, where you can actually yeah, oh yeah. film stuff and make it seem like you're back in the fucking 80s, for example, with Stranger Things? Make 100%. it feel like you're back in the 80s and now they're all doing it. It's perfect. Yeah, that's what you need. Like, you don't you don't need it to look... Not that it, doesn't, it shouldn't look amazing. It should look amazing, but, you know, there's a different... Like, if you go back and watch... A film that was made in the eighties. It's a darker, grittier sort of. And I like. I think most horrors. I think that would really, be that way. Like fresh. It yeah, doesn't. Fresh. It wouldn't make. Fresh. It wouldn't make sense to shoot in that uh, gritty sort of dark 100%. way because it's meant to be this high end, rich person. So like, yes, it's a horror, but it's a the, the different side. Whereas something like this, you know, you're out in some dodgy old farm with some old couple who end up killing you. Like that's gritty. It's dark. That's how your film should look to yeah. reflect it. And I mean, A24 knocked this out of the park, getting on with it as well. The the production that they put on for it uh, and even the the build-up to it coming out, um, the publicity and everything, like A24 knocking everything out of the park. But um, like this film here, as you're saying there, it's dark, it's gritty. That's Ty West all over. Like watching Ty West, I've watched Ty West movies for a long time. His Innkeeper movie and uh, House of the Devil are absolutely fantastic. Right. Uh, um, right. But this this here is head and shoulders above everything that he's done. Innkeepers, by the way, very underestimated movie that people should watch. I think it was on. Yeah, oh yeah. It was, it was on. Uh, was on Netflix for a while, wasn't it? Oh, I did, I, if I had seen it on Netflix, I would watch it. I don't know. I didn't see it on it. But uh, no, I'm not saying it wasn't on it. Maybe I'm, but, wrong. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. If you get a chance, watch them. They're they're fucking brilliant. Then again, but I, he took I, I, he I took a long time off. Watch American Netflix every now and then, like all of us do. We're not gonna say how we were able to, so it could be wrong. So. We'll, we'll keep secrets. Um, but yeah, Ty West knocked it out of the park again. But like, what a movie to come back to after taking I think it was a ten year break. Is this his best movie, Greg? Oh, 100 percent. I think so. By a mile. Really? By a mile. By a mile. Yeah. Um, well. I do think he needs to stop having old people sex scenes, though. Like, <laughs> like you know, whatever about having the sex scenes of the younger people, that's all right. But I mean, we got that in this as well. Like, that's what I mean. I don't need to see two ninety-year-olds fucking going at it. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit much, mate. Leave that yeah. in. I think he likes to get people feeling awkward, doesn't he? Well, yeah, and that's what it is. It does. It makes you feel very awkward. That's one hundred percent because myself and ourselves were sitting there and we were going. Didn't need that. Yeah, we don't need that. Cool. <laughs> what happens? Imagine, imagine watching it in the parents' house or something now, and the parents walking. What are you watching? <laughs> but, the, but the but the great part about it was near the end when she just gets fucking blasted. She goes, <laughs> it's like, "Fuck me! What in the fucking shit has just happened?" He's at the heart. Yeah. Like he's going, "My heart can't take it." She's yeah. fucking off. To be fair, to be fair, she says that though to him. He's like, "Oh yeah, she's trying to knock bones with him." He's like, "No, it'll kill me." 
But that's not what kills him, though, in the end. In the end, it's a spooky noise in the house that kills him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a child jumping out from behind the, you know, the door saying, boo, that was enough to fucking do him. Yeah. Um, I'd say the heart was gone after the ride, though. I would say, um, do you know the scene where the... Yeah, we the all lead... feel a bit deflated after that. Yeah, but do you know the scene where the lead is in the, the bed and the old woman gets in beside her? That's, oh, it's so weird. It's so creepy, but it's like it's the perfect amount of creepiness for this film, isn't it? Yeah, and she's just rubbing it and she's leaving the blood on her her back and all. All her back and everything. So you're just like, oh. And then she just walks out stark naked. And you're like, what the fuck? It's very shining. Like, that's what I found for that scene, you know, where she's wandering around stark naked. Like, that scene where they're in Realm 314 in in The Shining. Um, Obviously, where he's hallucinating, thinking he's with this this massive guy and turned out to be a dead body. Um, That's what I got from that. That is very shining, actually. It was it, it was just a mishmash of a lot of great movies, I have to say. Yeah, and it was um, perfectly done. You know what I mean? It was it was absolutely fantastically done. Um, obviously, if you're watching this, you know this here podcast, and you haven't seen the show, well, then I don't know what the hell you're doing on here. <laughs> you should watch the movie before. We, because... we we may we may or may not have spoiled it for you, but uh, that's your own fault. We put the spoilers in the title. But if you are the type of person that likes to know the narrative and likes to know the opinion before you see the movie, which there is a lot of people out like, you know, out there like that, that's fine too. But uh, we definitely encourage you to go and watch the movie because I think I personally think this is, you know, it's a pity we don't have the wall man on tonight. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say he'd love it. Yeah, it's because this street. this is tailor made for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll tell him make a, a, a slab for him and we'll have a guess at what he'll give. <laughs> yeah, well, look, me being his best friend, I guess I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a guess on his. I'm going to give mine three and I'm going to give his four. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Ted? Yeah, I'd probably go, I'd, I'd probably go three and a half. Um, like I said, I think there's some inaccuracies kind of in it, and then I feel the start of it was maybe a little bit too long before we got to the first kill, which usually I like, but it was just a little bit too long for me. Yeah, um, yeah I'm 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 going four here. I'd be even cl- I'd be closer to four and a half. Uh, I love this. This this I have this right up. This is number four on my list for the year. Uh, I love this from the minute I seen it. Um, I don't overly agree with it being too long before it gets into it. Like, look at Texas Chainsaw. The original one takes, what, 40 minutes before you get your first kill? 45, something like that. Um, there's I, no, think it's there's no... an hour. I think it's nearly an hour, though, before this one. That's kind of the issue here. But the one thing I will say in this, they developed the characters a lot more in this than they did in the likes of Chainsaw and, and yeah. things. Um, oh, no, they do. and it, But that's what I mean. Like, there's probably a few bits of character development here that you could go without is just um, like it, I like it doesn't ruin the film that it's at extra 10 minutes but I think if you chopped that 10 minutes and put it on the like cutting room floor the film would still be just as good without it sort of thing yeah, potentially um, I'm kind of glad the way it went yeah so I, I'll, I'll give it a 4 I'll yeah. give it a 3 just to be just to be different but like realistically you know, I was only doing that because uh, the woe man is not here himself. 
I'd have to give this a three and a half, close to a four, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, it would be more to four. You know what I mean? I think I think I'd be looking back on this show in a year's time and going, how did I only give that a three and a half? You know what I mean? It'd have to be a four. Yeah. Um, I think everything about it was it was done in the right way. The context, you knew what the context was going into it. And, you know, as Eric Bischoff says, context is king. I think it was, um, yeah, I just think it was a really neat, and I'm going to use that word that the Americans use, neat, neat little movie, because everything was neat about it. Everything had its place. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I know what's going to happen next, but I'm afraid to see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it pushes it on top of you and then happens anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it was the same with, with you know, when the L one was there. It was like, this guy's going to get jabbed in the neck. I can see it. She's trying to hug him. She's going to go under fucking his chin. And sure enough, she did. I, so I was fully expecting it to come. I was fully expecting it to come up here. No, I'm no. Glad, I just, I just, because she wanted to do that. Yeah. L ones are the way I know them. She's going to come under. And I was just, it was just one of, so that's why I use that word neat. I just think it was a really neat little movie. And uh, yeah, I just think it was fantastic. And that's why I kind of have it above fresh. You know what I mean? It certainly, it certainly, um, it certainly has a lot of rewatch value too. 100%. I mean, you wouldn't watch it every year, of course, but look, it's like in two or three years' time, I'll watch that back and go, oh, because I watched it twice already. Yeah. One yeah. for myself and then one for for the show. And um, yeah, I, I I could be knocking it like I you're probably right. Like I'll probably watch this uh this show back you know a year from now and be like I was wrong. It should have been four. It could be to do with the context in which I watched it. You know, like the the environment. Like I watched it. it might in, it might not be a cinema movie. Yeah. Yeah, like I watched it in the cinema. Definitely. It was a li- it was a little bit awkward to be watching something like this in the cinema. Um, you know like not in like any sort of prude way or anything but it's a bit it's a very graphic sort of sexually graphic film uh and you're sitting in the cinema you're just like this is a bit fucking well, all right um i wouldn't want to be i wouldn't want to be so what what te- what ted's what ted's telling us is you went to one of those wrong cinemas no i went to the right cinema but it <laughs> seemed like i went to the wrong cinema no i i've i very much enjoyed this um uh, I, I was very happy with it. And then again, I've been very happy with uh, with a lot of the horrors that have come out this year, apart from uh, Texas Chainsaw 2022 and The Requiem, because they were dirt. Right. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you agree with us or you disagree with us, we appreciate your comments in the comment section. And um, please do follow us on Instagram. We are the uh, OTS on the slab. What's it at the witch? The your, for which Instagram? We don't have an Instagram. Okay, but well, there we go. So we sorry, no, you're mi- mixing Instagram. up. We have it. We have it. We have a Facebook. Yeah, we're in the mix of setting up the Instagram. Um, there's some there's some issues with the name that we can't get. Um, but the Facebook page is on the slab horror. Um, and go check us out there, and obviously anywhere else that we, you might find us, Spotify, Anchor, all those. I'm only the host, can't blame me. 
No, I'm kidding. No, 100%. Absolutely. And by the way, we do have a Gmail, um, otshorror at gmail.com, I believe. Yeah. Um, you can, it is. Yeah, you can uh, You can get in touch with us through there if you want to come on the show or you want to suggest anything at all. We are in the midst of our social media. That's why we're all, you know, anyone that knows me, I've got five and six things going on at the time. So we're all, yeah. we're all a little bit up in the air. Um, but yeah, 100%. Please do get in touch with us. And most importantly, like I said, we are uh, sponsored by Fright Rags. Fright Rags, um, you know, just literally Google them if you want. Or if you want to go on Google, it's fright-rags.com. Um, yeah. or, or they have an Instagram shop or a Facebook shop. You can literally um, just go on your favorite, yeah, Twitter as yeah. well. You can literally go on, on there and, and it'll link you directly. It'll redirect you, yeah. Um, and as we said, uh, OTS Horror 10 is the code, and you get now 10% discount with that. Tell him Greg and Eno and, and uh, Tombstone Ted sent you, and of course, the Mighty Carol King. The King. So, um, but look, we are very, very happy with, uh, with, with this latest movie. I think horror is starting to come back a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, there's a few big ones coming out this year now. Yeah. Some nice ones coming out this year, and I think if 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 this movie is out in the go, boy, we're on the way. We're on to a winner. We're on to a winner. So for me, your host Ian Kelly for Tombstone Ted, of course, the host of the great Retrotainment. Uh, thanks for coming on, Teddy. But you're part of the furniture with us now, anyway. You may. I am yeah, here too. every other week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how it starts. <laughs> and of course, the G Man. Um, we are very, very happy to bring the show to you today. Until next week, stay scared, stay hungry, and don't look under the bed. <laughs>